Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Are you ready? What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This, indeed you are, Paul, is... It's in my hand, Fan Effect. Remember the saber-toothed squirrel from the early 2000s? Well, he is back uh, for the sixth movie in the Ice Age franchise. I had no idea that there there were that many of those. Uh, Yeah, me neither. Uh, Joining us now for (laughs) more and suggestions on what to watch this weekend, Andy Farnsworth of KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. Hi, Andy. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And since they're animated, they may never end. You may get to 100 at some point. But (laughs) a little something for everyone in this week's new releases. But all of them have a comedy element. The biggest one that your kids will be excited about is, as we've been talking about, the latest entry in the Ice Age animated movie series. This one's called The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. And uh, if you or your kids have watched the other Ice Age movies, obviously Matt has not, but you might remember the thrill-seeking Possum Brothers Crash and Eddie. Uh, well, in the previous movies, they were more supporting characters who had funny moments. But in Adventures of Buck Wild, Crash and Eddie kind of set out to get away from their sister Ellie and find a place of their own. They end up getting stuck in a massive underground cave where dinosaurs still roam around. There they meet up with the crazy one-eyed weasel Buck Wild, and he helps them survive the dinosaurs and the other large possum-eating creatures who inhabit this lost world. Meanwhile, Manny the elephant and his crew are trying to track him down and get him back to the surface world. I mean, let's be honest here. You're not really watching this for the plot. Your kids will laugh at the goofy hijinks and the animated action. If you watch it with them, you'll chuckle at a couple of clever moments. This one's really for kids and any longtime fans of the Ice Age franchise. And as you say, it's been around 20 years, so there's some young adults who've watched these. Adventures of Buck Wilds rated PG, and it has a runtime of an hour and 22 minutes. It was originally supposed to go to theaters, but it is streaming exclusively on Disney+. Now, up next, a comedy called Home Team from Adam Sandler's production company. Now, hearing that Adam Sandler's involved already makes you not want to watch, I understand. His humor can be an acquired taste. But in this case, it's actually a true story about former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton. Now, this week, he retired from coaching the Saints. But back in 2012, he was suspended by the NFL for a whole season, just two years after winning the Super Bowl. During that season, he decided to head back to Texas, where he ended up helping coach his son's sixth grade football team. Now, that's the true part of the story. Most of the rest of the movie is where the story gets kind of Sandlerized. It stars Adam Sandler's buddy Kevin James as Sean Payton and has Taylor Lautner. You might remember him and his abs from the Twilight movie series as Payton's son's football coach. It also has Sandler's wife Jackie as Payton's wife. And, you know, Rob Schneider's going to pop in there somewhere as well. As you can see from the clips, home team kind of leans into the goofy, occasionally gross-out humor, but it also has a decent message about father-son bonding and remembering what things really matter in life. Home team is rated PG and does have a couple of gross-out moments. The runtime's an hour and 35 minutes, and it is streaming exclusively on Netflix.
Now, a couple of series that are for the grown-ups. First is a new offering from Apple TV Plus called The After Party. It's from the guys who did the Lego movie and Into the Spider-Verse, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. When a high school reunion's after party ends in a death, everyone is a suspect. A detective, played by Tiffany Haddish, grills all the former classmates one by one, uncovering potential motives as each tells their version of the story. And as we hear the story, it plays out in a spoof of different movie genres. Not only is the writing sharp, the casting is great. Hilarious actors like Haddish, Ike Barinholtz, Ilana Glazer, Ben Schwartz, and Sam Richardson, and Dave Frank all do what they do best. If any of those names are familiar to you, odds are you'll like this show. The After Party is rated TVMA, however, so be warned. Each episode is between 30 and 45 minutes long. The first three are available right now on Apple TV+, Plus, with a new episode dropping each Friday until the end of February. And this was my favorite thing I watched this week was The After Party. Finally, the other streaming series with a comedic bent is on on Netflix and it's called are you ready for this title the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window if there's a contest for the longest name of a movie or TV series this has to be the champion for Anna a heartbroken woman played by Kristen Bell for whom every day is the same as she deals with grief from a personal tragedy and it mostly involves drinking wine all day but when a handsome neighbor moves in across the street she starts to see a light at the end of the tunnel that is until she witnesses a gruesome murder or did she? I'm going to call it The Woman in the House for short because I'm not saying that whole title any more than I have to. Anyway, The Woman in the House is a dark, dark comedy. I had so many different reactions as I watched the eight episodes. There are some of the most ridiculous things you've ever seen that happen at the most random moments. There's laughably bad dialogue, but that was intentional, I think. <laughs> it's definitely a spoof of the mystery thriller genre. It almost feels like it's trying to become a cult classic. If you're a fan of the series Dead to Me on Netflix, you might like this show as well. I thought Kristen Bell was great in this, and there were some laugh-out-loud moments, but I almost think it would have been better if it either went all in on the campiness or went all serious. Trying to walk the line between the two is a little off-putting for me. I really think this will divide people between those who love its weirdness and those who immediately hate it. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window is rated TVMA, and if you watch it, you'll definitely want to do it after the kids go to bed. Each episode is 30 minutes long, and all eight of them are available now to stream on Netflix. So really nothing in theaters this week. All of this stuff you can watch from the comfort of your own home. But February should bring us a few more movies to the big screen, including new stuff from Halle Berry, Tom Holland, Channing Tatum, and a sequel to The Murder on the Orient Express movie with Kenneth Branagh. Ooh, good to know. There's going to be a sequel. Yep. Murder on the Death on the Nile, I believe, is that that one's called. All right. And the girl in the house across, across the, the street, street from the woman in the window. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a long title. <laughs> All right. We'll check that out. Andy, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. 
In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.